go. Well, doesn't seem like I've got my speakers, but oh well. <laughs> I think I've got my uh, audio here. Hold on. There we go. Okay, great. I'm live now. Well, thanks for had a <laughs> had kind of delay getting here today. Sorry about that. I a little bit late, but uh, better late than ever, as they say, right? So let's get into uh, the slides and uh, kind of take a look at you know where the market is right now. Um, I want to take a look at the uh, at the Nasdaq Composite. Uh, it opened uh, kind of weak and it's pulled pulled up a little bit, which is good. So we seem to be we seem to be good there. Let's see if I can get my audio, my video back here. Hold on. Well, there we go. Okay, great. We've got our audio. We've got our audio and video now. So looks like we're we're doing good. <laughs> sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's tough to tell. Okay, great. There we go. So now we're both on TikTok and YouTube. And by the way, if you're on TikTok and you want to take a look at these charts, super easy to do. Just go over to www. Dallas trading floor. Um, and uh, if, you, if you're on TikTok, it's super easy to get on. Just uh, go to my profile, hit the link, and uh, you will see the, uh, the box there. But it's uh, being simulcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dallas trading floor. So hopefully we're going to get, uh, we've lost our audio uh, video again. So let's see if we can get the video back. Okay, there, I think, I think, uh, It'll work either way because I have the other the other camera up here, so so that's good. So let's uh, let's first take a look uh, look in at the Nasdaq Composite, and uh, we will pull back a little bit. Um, it seems to be you know it's still above that 50-day, so that's good. Let's look at the S&P 500. Uh, it's off a little bit, but still in this nice trend uh, moving up. So that's so that's a good thing. Um, and uh, it looks as if, uh, just checking the other indexes here, the Dow, uh, that's also above the 10-day line. So it's it's starting to see some nice movement back to kind of where I think we need to be. Uh, I, I think we need to be. So without further ado, let's uh, take a look at uh, some of the questions. Thanks for hanging on. Uh, do we need to keep Tesla on a watch list? You know, here's the thing about Tesla. I know it's showing some very good strength today, but um, I, I tell you what I'm going to be doing, and this is supposed to be. I want to see it pull above the. Uh, I want to see. It, I want to see it pull above the 50-day line before uh, I'm going to be uh, as excited about it. So even though we do have a very nice movement up today, I just want to see some support above this 50 day. And that's about, uh, 720 or about, well, 715 to about 720 is where the 50 day line is on Tesla. And that's this red line here. So I think that's kind of where we want to be. We're at 703. We're up $26 today, looking very, very good, but I am, I'm not going to be all in on this one. Uh, I'm just not going to be all, all in on this one. I'm just going to wait. Uh, I'm going to wait and see because um, I do think that we may still see a pullback. You know, I I did buy uh, when when there was this trend reversal here. 
but then when it pulled back down to the 21-day exponential, I closed out. So I'm I'm a little bit leery. Uh, I want to see some more strength uh, in uh, in Tesla before before I do anything else. So that's kind of my my thought on it um, here. Apple's moving down. Uh, is it a pullback or change in direction? I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a change. I have an issue. Sorry about this with my. Let's try that again. Let's see if we can could get this to, well, maybe not. <laughs> can I have another issue, another technical issue today? So let's just expand the charts and see if we can get the video back here. So come on. <laughs> okay, well, there, I got the video. Okay, so let's take a look at Apple. and see what's happening on Apple. You know, it definitely was a pullback today, uh, but, you know, it's it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days in a row, so, I, you know, I'm not worried about a pullback on Apple uh, because it's still well above the... Um, well above the... Um, uh, the the 40-day line. A, a stock can't... Can, a stock rarely goes up more than about uh, three or four days in a row. Uh, Apple has been up, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days in a row. So this is this eighth day. I'm not surprised that it's pulling back a little bit. Nothing to be worried about. It's only off a dollar and uh, 82 cents. I, um, I, do, I, I do have two full positions in Apple and as well, and I've sold uh, some calls on it too, so... Uh, I think it's looking pretty good. All right, let's take a look at FUBU, F-U-B-O. Take a look there to see kind of what's happening. F-U-B-O is the symbol for FUBU TV. And uh, the trend on this is just not looking just not looking that good. I, I, um, I think that, uh, you know, we just have to be reticent about this because... Now, hopefully, there we go. I'll get the temporary line here. As you can see, we have a downward trend. That's, hopefully, I can draw a line here. There we go. We have a downward trend. Uh, even though we've we've popped up a little bit, almost the 21-day line, I just think you can't buy this right now, Ahmad. I, I just, uh, you know, if you're down more than 7% on this, I'd, I'd really consider closing your position. We did have a nice buy uh, on Friday, but uh, it was not enough to reverse the trend. The trend is down on this one. Even though it has a 96 relative strength, I, I, I think that you've got to avoid this one for now. It's just, it's not, the chart is just not looking good. As you can see on the weekly chart, we have the same situation where we have this downward trend. So I just can't be, I just can't get excited about this one. And uh, I think you're going to be super careful uh, in terms of it. So uh, I just think that, uh, that you've just got to be, you know, you just got to be careful uh, in terms of, in, in terms of FUBU. I just don't think it's uh, it's it's the right thing right now. So let's see if we have a question from TikTok. I'm just trying to show the TikTok camera here, and hopefully we'll get that up in just a second. I've got a. There we go. Okay, so hopefully we're going to get this uh, up here in just a second. There we go. There we go. Okay, super. Now we're up. Now we're up again with the questions from TikTok. Uh, let's get you speak on Tilray. This is a question from TikTok. T L R Y. Um, you know, uh, 
the the pot stocks have not been doing that well uh, for about you know really really since last year and uh, I think the same thing is true with Tilray. I mean, even though it does have relative strength of 95, the trend on Tilray is down, and uh, it looks like it just uh, yeah, and it just really pulled back hard. Uh, it's down 12% today. I just think that uh, it looks like your camera is being unplugged. Wow, geek, Sally, I'm just having issues with this. Well, let's let's just go let's just go to this uh, this view, and hopefully this will let us see it. Um, I'm just going to use the uh, the TikTok camera here. Uh, and I'm not going to use my other camera. Uh, it it just looks like uh, yeah, it just looks like it's uh, it, it's just I, you know Tilray. I think you just got to be you got to be looking somewhere else. It just it's just not looking looking good. Um, now Alibaba is uh, got a downward trend, but it did you know it it now here's the thing about Alibaba. Alibaba was just fined a huge amount of money in China. I it I don't know why it's up today. But uh, it does look like it's moved up to the 50-day um, line. I can't really get behind it uh, because of this trend. This this, this trend is a downward is a, is a downward trend. So I think you've got to be super careful on on it. Now it had a huge buy today, so somebody's somebody's in there buying. It's got a relative strength of eight. Um, just not really, uh, you know, just just not really too powerful there uh, in terms of in in terms of a. Gosh, all right. Um, it just it just doesn't have a powerful trend, and I, I just I think you want to avoid it for right now. I, I just I just don't think it's uh, <laughs> I don't think it's there. Same with Neo. I, I I you know again the Chinese stocks have really taken it hard, and uh, Neo is also in that group. As you can see, I have a trend line on Neo, and it is a downward trend for Neo. So. Again, I just uh, you know I think that uh, you know if you're down more than seven percent on Neo, I think you've got to kind of exit right now. The stocks that have been doing the best in the last week or two have been the big cap techs. Uh, of those, of course, everyone knows about Apple. Apple's off a little bit today. Microsoft, MSFT is you know acting pretty well, pretty good. It's up today, uh, not a lot, but it's still in the buy zone. This is kind of where the market is moving right now. It's moving into the big caps. And also, it's a, there's two areas that seem to be uh, attracting most of the investment right now uh, in the big caps. Uh, it seems to be uh, Microsoft, Apple, and some of the oil stocks. Um, but some of these other stocks are not doing, are just not doing as well. So, you know, this is kind of what you got to look out for. Google is also doing uh, pretty well. Uh, that's, of course, Alphabet, G-O-O-G. Uh, it's you know not a lot of people are buying it. I do have a spread on this one. It's uh, pulled back, but it's still in the buy zone. I do have a spread on Google, and it it's done. It's performed pretty well, um, uh, pretty well. But uh, again, there's a movement back into some of the big cap techs. Um, you know, uh, Facebook, Microsoft, Apple, those kind of stocks. But but everything else, not so much. So you think you about to be extremely careful when it comes to that. Uh, when it, when it comes to that stuff. So let's look at VUZI. Uh, I want to get back into this one. I, I just, I don't know. Um, VUZI. Let's take a look at the chart on it. And, uh, you know, uh, I, it's one of the things about VUZI, it's above, it, it's above a buy point, uh, barely, but it's pulled back to the 10-day line. It, it may bounce off the 10-day line. If it bounces off this 10-day line, uh, if it moves above... Um, about uh, 26, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> let me let me get let me get the right price here for you. Uh, if it if it moves above, let's see if we can get a good price. You know, if if it moves about above about twenty seven fifty, then I think you could possibly consider getting back in. It does have a nice upward trend, but the tr- but the relative strength line is down. So again, I think you just you just have to wait on this one. We do have increasing uh, selling volume here. One two days of increasing selling volume. So I think you have to be careful, Jay, on this. I think you have to be really, really careful on, on this one. Um, uh, again, <coughs> I went into Tesla a little bit earlier. Let's, do it. Let's go over it again because I think everybody is interested in it. I am not going back into Tesla until it's moving above the 50-day line, and that's right here. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's, right, that's right here. Um, that's that's where this is. I have a question from TikTok. It's an interesting question. It's on the TQQQ. The TQQQ is an interesting one because when the Qs start to move, it moves up much faster. It's down a little bit today, but it's still uh, right below a buy zone. Now, here's the thing about the TQQQ. I know you can't see this on TikTok. If you want to see this, you can you can get to it by going to my profile, hitting the link, uh, and, and doing it that way. Or you can just go to youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. And I can show you the uh, I could show you the chart on this one. With the TQQQ, we're still below the buy the buy line, which is at one 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 eight six. Currently, uh, we're at one zero six fifty five. So, right now, it's it 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 uh, if it does reverse higher and it moves through this cup base, if it moves above one twelve, that's I think where you want to look at uh, possibly getting into the TQQQ. But right now, it's not at a place that's really that viable. So. Uh, that's kind of the that that's kind of the long and the short of it um, for the TQQQ. All right. So, hello, sir. Please recommend a penny stock. <laughs> uh, penny stock to hold for one year. Wow, that's a really tough one. But let's you know I you know I know that people are interested in penny stocks. I don't particularly like them because they tend to be. I think it's better to buy fewer shares of a better stock. But you know that said, let's see if we can let's see if we can find. Uh, a penny stock for you, you know, that might work. I don't think you can hold a penny stock for a year, but there's 10 stocks that are breaking out now, and one of them might be in the lower price range. So let's kind of take a look through some of these stocks. Uh, there is this one that is breaking out it's, it, um, that you might be able to look at. Let's see. Um, it's it's a it's a buy. Yeah, it's off today. Let me see. Let me get something really cheap that that might work. Uh, might work here. Um, well, there is this stock. Huh. See, look at this. It's called Move. It's a it's an IPO. Uh, an IPO at five dollars. It's at six dollars right now. That might be that might be a possibility. M O V E. Not really the greatest stock. Uh, but uh, now. Of course, there's nuanced communications, but they're going to be bought by Microsoft, so I don't think you can really do that one. Let's just take a look at this biotech. Biotech's typically, let's see if we can get something that's cheap. Um, boy. Uh, everything, unfortunately, that you, unfortunately, there's Yeti. Hmm. Wow. You know, I think. Let me come back to that one. Uh, that's a tough. That's a, that's a tough order to find a penny stock that you can hold for a year. Yeah, that.
did I get? Oh, goodness. Am I back? There I am. Okay. So I can't really help you, unfortunately, on that one, on a penny stock. On, that I can't really help you uh, buying on that. Uh, speaking of IPO, uh, you're going to buy IPO of Coinbase. You know, I'm going to not. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait and let it trade. Uh, I think it's going to be very good. I think uh, I think the IPO possibly could be very good on, on Coinbase. The symbol on Coinbase, by the way, for everyone out there, is COIN. And it's going to come public here very quickly. And it's going to be a direct listing, so it's not going to go through the regular IPO. Um, I'm not going to buy it when it comes out. I'm going to wait a little bit on it to see what happens. Um, you know, just 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 to, just to kind of see what happens on it. Um, you know, as as it comes out, because I typically I like to see I like to have stocks a little bit seasoned before, um, you know, before I'm before I'm in them. So that's that's really the main thing here. So let's see if I can Neo. Okay, made twenty dollars on Baba. <laughs> so much. You know, not a bad idea to sell Baba just because it is. You know, it's in a downward trend now. It did pop up. No, no stock goes straight up or straight down. So. Uh, there is a little a bit of a release, relief rally there. Um, let's take another question from TikTok. How about GMIA? Uh, let's take a look at it and see which way it's headed. Uh, GMIA is the symbol. Gemma Technology, this is the German company. This is the German e-commerce provider. Uh, and uh, it, it's it's got a downward trend. Um, it's got a downward trend, so... You know, in that sense, I don't wouldn't really be a buyer of it right now. Um, here's a, I, I kind of want to show you stocks that might work, that are cheaper, that might actually work, and they're really in the oil stocks. And I want to kind of go through some of those with you. As the price of oil goes up, I think we're likely to see we're likely to see some of the oil sector stocks do well. And I just kind of want to give you some options because so many people. <coughs> Here have been, you know, talking about, you know, what penny stocks should I buy and that kind of thing. You can make money in penny stocks. I'm not saying you can't, but the likelihood is you're not going to uh, because just because of the way that they are. But uh, there are certain groups of stocks that, uh, that you know, do have the ability to do better. And, and one of those groups right now is the number two rank sector. And uh, this is, I kind of want to show you this one, uh, this one as well. So let me just kind of move my thing here. It's uh, it's the E and P. No, it's well, so the U.S. E and P's. There's 59 stocks in this group, and I kind of want to give you an idea of some of them that might be less expensive, <coughs> but yet highly rated. And that's the, that's the key here. You want highly rated stocks. Um, let's see. I think Chesapeake. Let me see what the prices are in Chesapeake. Yeah, well, it's forty-five dollars. So that's a little expensive um, for a lot of people here. Um, all right. So let's kind of looks at Chesapeake. I want to kind of look at others in the group. So I'm going to kind of move this over here. Oops. My, there's my thing here. I've got to get better on this. Um, so let's let's look at ones that are in the group that I know that are relatively inexpensive. And let's see. Let's look at Continental Resources yeah, here's one that's a pretty good company that I think you might want to look at. It's called Continental Resources, and um, it's only a $4 stock, okay? But it actually has real business, <laughs> as opposed to some of the other petty stocks. This is a company that's very big in the Bakken Shale, and it's got a relative strength rating of 99. Um, it's, it's trading a, right at its 50-day moving average. 
Uh, it has good prospects, and I do think that probably will go higher. It's been up as far as 625. The symbol on it is CDEV, Continental Resources, and uh, it's, 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 it's a good company. Um, it, it, it's, it's a good company, and if you're looking for a lower price stock, this one might be something that you might want to look at. Uh, I'm just going to show you the checklist on it. It doesn't have a great checklist. I mean, I wish it had a better checklist of this, a 44%, but it's still not bad. Uh, 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 thing. It's got more than five uh, funds in it. It's above its 50-day average. It's got a relative strength above 80, and it's being accumulated. So that's a good thing. What's really good about this, though, is the sector that it's in. The industry rank is number three out of 197. There is movement back into this area of the market. It was so devastated that uh, for a while there, it, you know, it just wasn't doing anything. But right now, uh, there has been some movement back into this in, into this area. Um, uh, this is called Continental Resources, symbol CDEV. Just so I wanted to put it out there for you. Okay, great. Uh, okay, so this is a question about Coinbase. Thanks, Kate. Thoughts on Coin? Uh, uh, you know what? Here's the thing about Coin. I'm not going to be in the. Um, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to buy. It. I'm not going to buy it as it comes out. I'm going to wait about a month to see how it trades. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to see how it trades before I'm gonna be in it. But I think it could be very good. I, I think it, I think it could be very, very good. So, but really, no thoughts. I'm not gonna buy it as it comes out. It is available. Here's the thing. Here's typically the way uh, IPO trades, though. It'll come out. It will, it will probably, it, it will, it will probably move up very quickly, and then uh, possibly it will, it will pull back. Now, here, if you do want to trade it when it comes out of the gate, here's the thing. If you get on that first tranche, you want to start putting your stop loss in, and you want to move that stop loss up very rapidly because there's a high likelihood that um, that it will uh, it will pull back, and it will pull back quickly. So, uh, not all IPOs are successful. I think this one is likely to be very very good, um, but I just think you got to be somewhat careful on this one, due to the fact that uh, it's just uh, you know it's just hard to say. I'm not going to be buying it probably until probably about a month. Uh, I want to see how it trades first. All right. Thanks, Jay. Uh, A-Y-R-O. Let's look at A-Y-R-O quickly. A-Y-R-O. And that is uh, interesting. I don't know this company. It's a, it's a, it's a dispense country. That's been in favor, right? Uh, that, that, that area has been in favor. Manufacturers attributed lightning, uh, lighting products. Uh, nice checklist. 66. Uh, the ownership is very nice. 227 funds. That's good. The industry is good. 64 out of 197. So that's looking very good. Um, you know, it, it it's it's improving. Would I buy this one? Well, it's got a very good chart. Let's look at the weekly chart here. Yeah, very nice chart. Very nice chart. Uh, moving well above the 200-day, and it's sticking right to the 50-day. Uh, so that's looking good. Um, hmm. Has it reversed? It looks like it may be making a reversal off the 21-day line. So you know what? I, I think this looks very good. I, I think you could definitely add this. Uh, here's what I would do. I wouldn't go in with the full position, but, yeah, you could definitely add this. What do I mean by a full position? Well, if you take the value of your portfolio and you uh, divide it by 8, that's going to give you 8 full positions. So if if I had a portfolio, let's say, of $8,000, I would go in with no more than than a half position on this one, so I would go in uh, with about five hundred dollars worth of this of this stock. So you could easily come in and uh, 
you know, and possibly buy, you know, in a, in a relatively small portfolio, you could buy a fair number of shares. So this is not looking bad. Uh, it, it, it's not looking bad. So uh, I definitely think uh, you might have uh, you might have one to go with here. So very good. Um, looks good, Jay. Very, very good. All right. Uh, let's take a look at uh, ACIS. All right. ACIS. Take a look there. Okay. ACIX. And no, I don't see it. Let's see. ACIC. I apologize. ACIC is the symbol. Interesting. Okay, this is a SPAC. Uh, I don't typically invest in SPACs uh, just because they typically, um, I don't know exactly what they're going to be buying. That's my main issue with SPACs. So I couldn't really give you an opinion on ACIS. Um, you know, SPACs, uh, you know, some SPACs have been very, very successful, others not as much. So I, I can't really tell you uh, about this one. Uh, again, it's just it's just another um, it's just another blank check company. So I'm sorry, can't really tell you much. Let's look at PSHT. Uh, I think that's also a blank check company. Um, PH um, TH is that right? PSTH, yeah, PSTH. Pershing Square. Okay, this is a uh, this is problem with SPACs. Right, right here. Let me just kind of show you this chart. As you can see, everyone got excited. They got in, and then it went all the way down. So this is the this is the Ackerman SPAC. You know that guy is. Um, I'm, I'm familiar with him. You know, I I really don't have much respect for him. Unfortunately, I mean, he was the guy that uh, during the meltdown came on CNBC crying, and then he shorted the market. So he's he's kind of a snake. I mean, not to be, <laughs> not to be. Uh, you know, not to be. I wouldn't bet this one either. This is also a, this is the this is the uh, this is the Ackerman SPAC, the Pershing Square one. I just man, that guy's a snake. Uh, I wouldn't be in it, but you know, whatever. Uh, I wouldn't be in this one. No, no, no way. Uh, let's check BNGO. Is this Boingo? This was stuck a long time ago. BNGO, I think it was. Yeah, BNGO. Okay, this is a genomics company. Yeah, the, these are very binary. Um, if you get if you get one of these right, it's terrific. But if you don't, it can be very tough. Um, I don't like the chart. It's up after hours, but uh, let's look at the weekly. Yeah, yeah, this is just all over the place. I think you got to be careful with this one. This I don't like this chart. I don't like this chart at all. Uh, no, I probably would not be able. It's it's it's. Pulled, it looks like it's pulled below the 50-day line. Next stop is the 200-day line. I think you got to be careful on this one. So, yeah, sorry about that. Solo. Let's look at Solo. S-O-L-O. Let's see. Um, interesting. Canadian base. Okay, so it's a, it's an EV play. Um, boy, you know what? A lot of these EV play. I mean, this is kind of like you know. Again, it's sort of too late to the party. Uh, it's got a downward trend. Maybe they could be a supplier, but I think the one you got to look at if you're going to be if you want EVs right now, the two best plays outside of Tesla are going to be Ford and GM. Actually, uh, I like GM. Uh, I also like Volkswagen too. GM. This is probably the one you want if you want to be in EVs. You know, I think these guys are going to win. They're off one cent after hours, but they're 59, and they have a very strong chart, as you can see. It's just straight up. 
Uh, this is General Motors. This this was law. This was this company. Believe it or not, is going to probably dominate the EV space. So, you know, this is going to be this is going to be a good one. The other the other alternative, if you want to be in EVs, and you don't want to you know you want a lower price stock, is Ford. I'm in Ford currently. It's kind of a slow mover. Um, the buy point on it is uh, twelve fourteen, and but it's right on the it's right on the fifty day line. So uh, you know, I think that if you give this one time, I think if you want to be in EVs and you don't want to spring for the Tesla shares, I think Ford or GM is where you want to be. Actually, Ford in some ways is better. Uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to have earnings in sixteen days, so you got to be a little bit concerned about that. But uh, if you want to be in EVs, I think that this one may be the place to be. I mean. I mean, literally, um, you know, literally this thing is, uh, it's moving up. It's its kind of slow and sure wins the race. But if you want to be in EVs, I think you got to, you know, the ones that aren't in the game right now, it's going to be very, very hard for them to get in. Uh, it's just going to be very, very, very hard for them to get in because of everything that's happened. So if you want to be in, EV, in the EV space, I think you got to go to the big boys. I really believe that. Um, okay, so let's take a look for TikTok. What do you think about Berkshire Hathaway? Well, I wish I, I wish I owned some of the A shares. I can tell you that, but uh, BRKB is the is the one that most people trade, uh, and you know it's uh, it, it's slow but sure wins the race. I mean, essentially, it's an insurance company, and uh, it has you know it, it's 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 not a bad chart at all. It just keeps keeps moving along. Um, it's not when it's nowhere near a buy point. And it doesn't trade options, so that I kind of don't like that. But it's just been on this very nice upward trend, and uh, <coughs> and currently, you know, currently it's trading for two sixty four ninety nine. I do think you though you can get a better bang for your buck, as it were, with the QQQ. Now that's down today, but this one I believe, if you want a kind of a set and forget stock. This is probably where you want to be. It's the QQQ. Now, the QQQ is getting ready to move out of this cup base with a 338.19 uh, buy point. Now, we're currently below that, but uh, I plan on buying a little bit of the Qs uh, when that indeed happens. And I do believe that will happen tomorrow. So with the QQQ, if you want a kind of a safe, you know, kind of a safe bet that's going to give you nice exposure. Here's what I here's what I recommend doing with the QQQ. You need to set a buy stop limit order for the QQQ uh, at uh, let's see, um, and this is what I'm going to be doing tomorrow uh, for the small portfolio for one position. Um, three three six eighty five plus ten cents <laughs> plus ten cents is going to give you. Um, three. Let's see, three thirty-six, um, ninety-five. So here's what here's what I would do instead of you know in, in, instead of Berkshire, I would consider buying the QQQ. Now, why would I buy the QQQ? Well, the QQQ is the top one hundred stocks in the Nasdaq, and it has been shown that this index typically will outperform all the other indexes. So if you're looking for kind of a buy, set, and hold thing, this might be the way to go. Now, here's how I would play it. I wouldn't just go in and buy it because it's at a very key level, and it may be moving above what they call a base pattern, 
And if it does, then I think that's the ideal time to buy it. So it's the buy point on the QQQ is 338.19, but I don't recommend buying it there. I recommend buying it at 338.19 plus, and did I get that right? 338. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I recommend buying it <laughs> at 33819. I, I put that in there wrong, so let me let me let me change that. Uh, let, let me let me change let me change that here. 338. And I, and I didn't read it correctly. 338.19 plus 10 cents. Ten cents is three three eight three three eight um, two nine. So that's that's the ideal probably place to buy the Qs probably tomorrow. I what I would do is set a buy stop limit order for the QQQ at three three eight nineteen plus ten cents. So here's how that works. You go in and you you set the 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 stop amount for three three eight. Point one nine, and then you set the limit for three three eight point two nine. And so, if if the QQQ moves above this buy point on a little bit of strength, then it will buy you in at this little bit higher price. And the reason you want to do that is because you kind of want to you kind of want the momentum to clear this hurdle. Now it pulled back today, but it's up after hours. My guess is that tomorrow that you're going to see the QQQ move above that buy point. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put, uh, you know, set a buy stop limit order for the QQQ at um, at uh, 338 29. So that's something if you're looking for kind of something to get your toes wet, and something that might be a good uh, a good one. That might be uh, something that it, that works very well. It's an ETF, and uh, I think it's quite good. All right, so let's look at. Uh, thank you, Iman. Let's look at uh, MU. I'm in MU, by the way. I'm going to take a look at MU first. Uh, I have both the stock and a um, a bull put a, a a bull spread on this one. Yeah, it's up again, and it's up after hours. Um, I do like the stock. Um, it's staying right above. It's staying, sticking right on the 21-day uh, exponential, and it looks like it's moving up. It's uh, it's just up 29 cents today, but it's it's holding at 95.59. Uh, my my spread basically pays out if as long as it's above 90. So that looks like it's probably going to work. Uh, I definitely think this is strong. It's not really an excellent buy point now, unfortunately. Uh, you know, we had a good opportunity. You know, we had a buy point, and we moved a little bit beyond that. I mean, theoretically, you probably could buy it if it pulls back to the 21-day line. Uh, but I, I'm liking this very much. Unfortunately, it just doesn't have a really good buy point at this point, but excellent stock. Uh, let's look at Exxon, XOM. This is ExxonMobil. Now, here's the thing. This is the interesting thing about the oils. This is the most famous of all the oils, but yet it isn't really an oil stock. I know that sounds strange. This is really a transportation and retailing and refining stock, not as much an E&P stock. Where the action has been in the oil sector has been in what they call the E&P area, the exploration and, and, um, 
and production area. So in terms of a, in terms of a stock, I mean, Exxon is a good stock. Chevron is better. But the, the stock that you really want to look at, I believe, is a smaller company called Matador. Uh, M-A-T-R. I think that's the symbol for Matador. I think that's right. No? Oh, goodness gracious. Let me just pull up Matador here for you. I've got a, uh, let's see how we can do this quickly. So I'm going to go to the ENP group. And here's what I'm doing is I'm going to kind of show you where the industry group is. This is in the number three group here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the number three group. And I want to show you a stock that uh, that might be of interest to you. It's called Matador. Uh, let's see. Uh, Magnolia. Matador. There we go. MTDR. <laughs> I had to almost write. It would help if I could. This stock I like, even though it's pulled below the 21 day, it's still above the the uh, above the uh, above the 50 day moving average. It does have a relative strength of 98, which is very strong. And I do like the fact that I do like the way this thing looks. It's it's in a sort of a consolidated range here between about 21 and and there. You can't really buy it at this point. It really needs to move above. Uh, this 2743 really to buy it, but this is the kind of stock that I think you kind of want to look at uh, it, at this in. So, um, you know, basically going back to the E&P stocks, this is going to kind of give us kind of a, a, a look at it. Uh, also, another one in this group that I think you ought to look at possibly uh, is. Um, um, is 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 uh, um, Devon or Fang? I, Fang I particularly like. This is uh, Diamondback Energy. It's essentially the same pattern. It's it's touching the 50-day, but I do think that we're going to see a reversal on this. None of these are right now at, at an excellent buy point, but as you can see, in the last, you know, since since the beginning of the year, we've had very very nice movement on these. So instead of looking in the Exxon's, look at the look at the uh, oil and gas, the the smaller producers. Also, Devon DVN, Devon Resources is another one that I think is very good too. This one may be reversing. It's a little less expensive. It's up one cent after hours, twenty one eighty nine. Not necessarily the greatest place to buy this. Uh, you really have to buy this on a, on a reversal. But this is kind of the area that I think that you ought to be looking at as opposed to ExxonMobil. Just because ExxonMobil is so large, it doesn't really get, it's not going to get as much of the bounce as the ENPs are getting. Uh, MRNA. Let's look at MRNA real quick. MRNA. And that is Moderna. You know, and um, I haven't been trading Moderna since the, since really the virus announcement. Uh, so I've been a little bit more, a, a little bit more, um, uh, circumspect on this, um, you know, it, it's it's chart is it's okay. Uh, it's it's below it's below a buy point. There is a buy point on a cut base, uh, but it's a fifth stage, so at one seventy eight fifty. So I just I just don't think there's a place to buy Moderna right now. So out of these three that you gave me, MU, XOM, and uh, Moderna, I think you got to I think you got to stick with uh, MU. I think MU is the is the class act. MU, let's 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 go back to MU. MU is one of the uh, there's a chip shortage right now, and MU makes uh, memory, and they're doing quite well. Uh, it's it's a class stock. It's it's we're in the right cycle for it. Um, there's not a, exactly great place to buy this, but uh, you know I just really like these numbers. I mean, look at sales are up 30 percent, profits are up 118 percent quarter over quarter. 
if you notice, here's the thing about uh, semiconductors, they're highly cyclical. You'll notice all these quarters, they were investing. One, two, three, four, five, six quarters. They were basically investing, and you see their earnings per share was down. Then the new form factor came out, boom, up, up, up. So this is this is the thing about Micron. I have a I have a bull spread on this one, uh, and I also own the stock. So I I'm 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 I have to be a little bit uh, prejudiced here, but I am bullish on Micron. I really am. I'm bullish on Micron right now. Um, all right. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I. You typed A H. I apologize. A Y R O. So, thank you for correcting me, Jay. Sometimes you know I have those fat fingers, and <laughs> I don't sometimes type them right. A Y R O. Thank you, thank you very very much. Um, gosh, Round Rock, Texas. Uh, oh, electric vehicles. Well, it's in a good location. <laughs> I like Round Rock. I actually like the real estate better in Round Rock than probably the electric vehicles. But there was a potential for a cup. First stage at ten, but it's below that. I just think you got to be a little bit careful. They do have some nice sales, though. They're up four hundred and fifty-seven percent. You know, you could initiate a position in this one. I mean, but I just, I just don't know enough about them. They seem to be pretty thin here. Uh, it seems to be pretty thin. The checklist is pretty good. It's sixty-six percent. The industry one hundred three. Okay, well that's sort of where their electric vehicles are right now. There's actually 18 funds in this, so somebody's funding it. Um, relative strength is 80, but it's got a downward pointing line. You know, I just think that, oh, wow. I just think it's a tough one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the monthly chart here, and it's just, it, it from a 20,000-foot view, I just think you got to sort of put it on the back burner for right now. So I'm sorry about that. I, uh, I, I wish that it was better, but I don't think it is. Let's look at FL for Squidly. I love that name. Uh, FL. Okay. Foot Locker. That's a good stock. <laughs> you have, uh, I think this is, I think this is good. You know, the consumer samples are doing really well. And, um, you know, go figure. I guess people, you know, they want to get out there. Look at this nice, beautiful chart. Yeah, this is a beautiful chart. It's got a very nice relative strength, 85. I'm liking that. I mean, everything's good. The last buy point, you know, real true buy point on a consolidated base, you know, was back here, you know, basically, but uh, still looking very, very good. Look at that. That's a nice chart. Um, boy, I think you've got a, I think this is a good one. You know, unfortunately, you know, you could buy this if it moves above 59.35, and it is. It's 59.93. You, you could buy this here. Uh, but I would kind of wait to see if it pushes through 60. If it pushes through 60, then maybe you might be able to. But right now, I just think you have to be. If it pulls through 60, I, you know, I might be tempted. I wouldn't. Bo I wouldn't do a full position though. I wouldn't be doing a full position. Um, the industry has done great. Retail finally is is getting legs. It's moving up, and uh, you know, it's acting very nicely. So you know it's the 14th out of out of 197. So, boy, I think this I I, I definitely think this is at, at the minimum watch list, and uh, possibly a buy uh, if it was above 60. So that's looking good, looking very good. Um, MU will reach 100. dollars Well, I don't know about I don't know if it'll reach 100. dollars I don't know if it'll. But I tell you, I wouldn't short it. I didn't. I wouldn't short it. I think MU is really looking good. I you know. 
again, you know, I always wish you always, I always had bought more, uh, but I do have a bull spread on it, um, which I think it's going to do well because it just, it's, it's going <laughs> to, it's going to do well. Um, yeah, I don't know if it'll be. I don't know if it'll be over a hundred next week. That that would be that would be a tough that would be a tough lift. But it might be. It might be. It's looking very very strong. It's looking very very strong. And I may be buying more of it actually, to be honest with you. Uh, CHPT. All right, CHPT. Charge point. You know, this is a group that I really like too. Um, unfortunately, the chart is not liking me, <laughs> but because it is right now a downward trending chart. You got to look at this one with Blink. Blink is a little bit smaller company than this one. This has a downward trending chart at 87. You know, I haven't bought this one, but it's definitely in my sights. Um, last summer, I was, you know, this last summer, I was really in Blink. Uh, I definitely like these two. I like this area a lot. I think I think you got to go of these two. I think you got to go with Blink. And the reason I do is look at the chart. The chart is an upward. It looks like the Blink chart has reversed on the weekly chart. Let's look at the daily. Yeah, see, I found a trend line here, and I do believe you know we're, we've pulled a little bit below that, but I think it makes one more trip above that line. You see, see, this is the trend line that I bought that that I put on Blink. It's definitely above it. It's reversing. This is a possibly a good time to buy Blink because. I do think it may be going back up to where it was, you know, above 64. It's right now it's at, yeah, and look, it's after hours at 41. So this one may be a good reversal, um, you know, BLNK. Uh, I, 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 I think that this one is probably a better bet than ChargePoint right now. Uh, it's a third the size, but it just seems like it has much better action. I kind of want to take a look at uh, some of the checklists. 66, good. Uh, 53 out of 197, liking it. Um, 44. And look, look at this. Since last summer, we've since we've just seen continuously more funds coming. Not a lot of funds, but more funds. 29, 44. Uh, let's look at let's look at our sales. This is key for this company because sales are going to tell the tale. Look at the sales on Blink Charging. It's up 250 percent quarter over quarter. So that it's still losing money, but the sales are what's up. Liking that very, very much. Also has a 99 relative strength. That's very strong. 11% uh, funds right now. I'd like to see 20% funds in here, but I think we're getting there. I do think we're getting there. Once we get to 20% funds, then it's off to the races because then other other funds will move into this area. So I do like blink charging. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I've been I've been in this really since it was sub sub ten, and then I and then I got and then I then I got pushed out again. So I'm looking to possibly get back in on this one. This one uh, this one definitely I think is worth your time and taking a look at. So of those two, Charge Point or Blink, I think you want to go look at Blink. It's a little bit stronger chart right now. Let's look at Baba uh, on the close. Let's see how it closed. And I'm going to take a look at the uh, I'm going to take a look at the uh, at the the five-minute chart here, uh, the 10-minute chart here. So let's take a look at the 10-minute chart. You know, it did it did show a lot of strength. I mean, it gapped up, which is interesting, and then it looks like there was it looks like there was buying at the close. So that's a good sign. Uh, Two forty-four. The question is, can it hold there? Hmm, I don't know. You know, the problem with this one, I just I you know I'm still uncertain on Baba, and the reason I am is because of this fine that that the Chinese government is levying on on Baba. I, I think it you know, I think it's been kind of a 
big deal. And I just gonna I just don't know how that's gonna affect I just don't know how that's gonna affect things. So I can't really give you a good um a good a good answer on that. I hate to say it, but I can't. Uh thoughts on Boex, uh oh, SPAC for WeWork. Huh. Well you know what? Here's the problem with WeWork in general. I've been to many WeWorks. I love the concept. I love the WeWork concept, but here's the problem with it. None of the leases, they're not making any money. And I just and I think they may get they get caught. But let's look at uh, Boax. I don't like SPACs. And if you've been listening for any amount of time, I'm kind of negative on SPACs just because you know. I mean, I I just don't think they're. I think it's really too hard to gauge. It's in a It's it's theoretically right above a buy point at twelve oh eight. But oh God, you know, this it just hasn't been around that long. And uh, I don't know. I think I I I just can't get excited about it. I, it doesn't look. The chart looks like it may pull back, but you know, here's the thing: watch this. This one, don't buy it right now. Let's see how. Let's see how. It, let's see if it. Let's see how it uh, performs because I think this. I think what you want to do on this one is, um, you know, I just. I think what you want to do on this one is 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 watch this for now. I just. I know that it's tough because you want to get them at the right level and you know and and you know if if you're right you're right but boy uh, you know i i still think you've got to watch this this one it just doesn't seem you know the problem with a spac is that you just don't know how it's going to perform it has no as you can see obviously a spac is just a blank check so you don't have any earnings you don't you don't really have any sales so it's it's very tough i mean i mean you're just depending totally on the people that are running the spac and and you know and their you know their interests may not coincide with your interests. So I just think you got to watch this this one. I think you have to I think you have to watch this for now because even the you know and and you know WeWork is having issues uh, regarding its um, you know WeWork is definitely having issues. So I just think you got to be careful with this back and uh, you know you got to be you know I I just wouldn't recommend it at this point. Uh, but you know, definitely want to watch list this. Uh, here's what I mean by watch list: you need to have a running watch list of of stocks that you're looking at on a daily basis, because you know things change. And uh, you know, this is just based on all. This is just based on the charts. This isn't really based on really knowing anything. And with a spac, that's really all you can base it on, just because they don't have any sales, they don't have any product. I mean, they're you know, it's right now. It's 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 up. To, you know, it's up to the management. So yeah, I think you got. I think you can't buy it. All right. What program do you use? To, oh, hey, thank you very much. I use um, a number of programs here, and, and one of them has been kind of malfunctioning today. I use a um, I use something called a, a StreamYard, which I which allows me to show uh, my simulcast on TikTok, and then the charting software I use is uh, called MarketSmith. And uh, what is great? What I like about MarketSmith a lot is it has pattern recognition. Which allows me to kind of very quickly go in and find buy points, which is very nice because instead of having, like I used to do back in the day, you know, where I would go in with my protractor and my pencil, and you know, I could only do maybe twenty charts in a in a in a day. I mean, that was that was really good. With this pattern recognition, it's wonderful because it goes in and it looks, it scans about you know, seventy, eighty, you know, seven thousand, eight thousand. <laughs> You know, stocks or more, and and I just look at the very best ones. So it's very exciting, and that's what I use currently. So thanks for the question, very very much, and I thanks for watching. By the way, um, all right. What about L? 
is oh, this is Elbrads, yeah. This is uh, this is this has been doing fabulous, by the way. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that's Lowe's. Pardon me. I was thinking about L Brands. <coughs> For some reason, I got that confused. Um, Lowe's Corp. Hmm. It's it's. You know, I, I'm really of two minds on Lowe's. The Lowe's owns an awful lot of property in New York City, and this COVID thing has been very bad for occupancy in New York. And so I'm a little bit leery about this area, to be honest with you. The weekly chart doesn't look bad, but I just think that, you know, it's a problem. Now, of course, they have property insurance, and that's always a good business. So Lowe's is kind of all over the place. But, um, you know, and the chart looks good. So what could you do with this one? Well, um, you know, it's not a particularly exciting area. It's got a nice checklist, 66%, and it's got a nice ownership by funds. By the way, this is really what pushes up stocks. People don't understand that, you know, it's not individual buyers like me and you that, that push up stocks. It's the big funds that are coming in and out. That's what you want to see. Um, so, but other than that, it, you know, it, it looks fairly good. Would I buy this? Probably not. Because you know it's it's not the sector I want to be in. It's uh, 190. It's 102 out of 197, and it's diversified insurance, which you know is is it, it trades like the fi- it's really a financial it trades like the financial. So it's not going to necessarily have any advantage over some of the other sectors. It's not going to it's not going to move up quickly. The reason I like the E and P oil and gas sector right now is because it was so beaten down. It was so beaten down that now that the price of oil is going up, the, the, the funds are starting to move in it. And that's why that's where I'm kind of looking for some of the values that right now. But I can't really recommend this one. Um, this, this is a very stodgy group. Um, Lowe's is a great company. It's been around forever and a day, and it, it's very consistent on its profit. But I want a stock, that it, I, I want a stock that's going to be out in front. It's going to make big gains. And, and you know, I, I don't want yesterday's stock. I want tomorrow's stock. And uh, so that's why I think, you know, you ought to be looking at some of the other stocks that are more thinly traded. You know, I do think that electric vehicles are a major trend in our economy. Um, right now, I, th- I think, though, you've got to look beyond the vehicle manufacturers themselves, such as Tesla, though I, I think that if Tesla moves above about 720, then I think it's a potential buy again. I'm currently not in the stock, but I'm waiting. Um, but I also think you have to look at the, at the, at the ancillary products. One of the areas that they're going to need a lot of are charging stations. And there's really two plays in this. There's Blink Charging and ChargePoint. Now, Blink Charging is smaller than, than, than ChargePoint, but it has a better chart. So I think that's one where you want to look. There's also a chip shortage going on right now. So that's a very a key thing. That's one of the reasons why Micron, MU, may be a good stock in the near future. Why? Because... All these vehicles, all this other stuff, it all requires chips, and there's a chip shortage. And, of course, Micron is one of the largest manufacturers of memory chips in the world. So that's another thing to look at. So there you go. Um, PayPal for the long term? Absolutely. There's really two companies that I really like in the space, and, of course, there's Square and PayPal. But let's look at PayPal first. PayPal, you know, is, is, is going to be uh, one of the places that people are going to be able to Move in and out of uh, crypto. I mean, I'll just be I'll just be honest with you. Uh, you know, it, this is kind of the little the the little train that could. I mean, it's it's it looks like we've had a nice reversal. This is a, what they call a consolidation third stage. The pivot on it is uh, three oh nine. Uh, so we're well below the pivot. So, but we're still we're still early. We have a potential to buy as it moves above 
this, um, and I'm going to draw a line here, above the 50-day moving average. The fact that it's moved above the 50-day moving average means that it's probably going to move higher. As you can see, this is the trend currently that it has. So here's the thing. I think, I, I, I think PayPal is a truly great stock, and it's something that if you have a relatively mid or uh, longer term, uh, I think it's something you want to be in. This is sort of the Visa of now. I mean, Visa and MasterCard are great companies, but they were like, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago. PayPal and Square are the companies of now because this, these are the companies that are going to benefit the most from a lot of the crypto stuff that's going on. Take a look also at Square. Square is looking very, very nice. It's also in this consolidation. Very similar chart to... Uh, PayPal, also excellent stock. It's up after hours as well. So of these two, I think you've got to look at them both. I would probably, for the long term, take PayPal. It's slower moving, though, than Square. Square is looking very, very good. So uh, don't count it out. But here's the thing. I would look, um, I I would look definitely at PayPal for the long term. I think that's a very good... I think that's a very, very good uh, point. And uh, I think it's an excellent, excellent stock. Um, all right, let's take a look at AOUT. All right, this is probably going to be just about the last one. I've I've almost wasted another hour of your time. <laughs> so here we go. AOUT. All right, let's take American Outdoors. Um, you know, of course, this is the company that uh, is the firearms company, and of course, they're doing great because every time they try to pass uh, gun legislation, <laughs> These companies do well. It's just funny how that works. Um, uh, let's take a look at the weekly chart. Let's see if there's any entry point here. Yeah, look at that. Wow, very nice. Very nice trend line. Uh, very nice. It had, it, it's moved, it, unfortunately, it's moved above its first stage cup entry at 1948. It's currently at 2798. I think what you got to do with this one is you have to watch this, this one. Um, unfortunately, there's no really, I'm just looking for an entry point here. You could possibly buy it if it moved above 2889. It's currently at 2798. That would be a higher high. But I think we're too far extended from the 10-day line. So basically what I would do is I would wait for a pullback. And this is so hard to do. This is so hard to do. I would wait for a pullback to the 10-day line and currently that 10-day line is at 26. So here's the thing about that. I think you've got to wait on this one and put it on your watch. So I like this. It, it, I like this stock. It's just the question is, I just don't want to buy it this far extended. It's, it's extended above the buy point, And it's just, when that happens, it's just, you can get these nasty pullbacks. So that's kind of where it's at. But it's good stock. And it's definitely you want to watch this. I wouldn't buy this one right now, only because it's extended. Everything else looks good on it. It's just extended, and it's just you know when you buy extended stocks, you usually you usually regret it. So it's extended, unfortunately. Let's look at Disney. Um, you know, is Disney a hold? The great thing about Disney, of course, is if the economy ever reopens, Disney is going to benefit hugely because everybody is wanting, <laughs> going to want to get out of Dodge and get into their parks and all that kind of stuff. The only pr- and and of course, you know, they've been watching the the Disney stuff on television, so that's been good, but. It's been pulling back up as of late. It's currently technically in a buy zone. Disney is currently in a buy zone, but it is in a downward trend. So I don't like buying in a downward trend. Uh, but it is in a buy zone, and it looks like it has just pulled below the 50-day line. Here's the thing. If you want to buy 
Disney, and I don't think it's a bad. I don't think it's a bad choice for a long-term hold. I really don't. Uh, I would want. I want to see it reverse off that 50-day line. So, here's the thing. Right now, it's trading at eight six eight um, uh, one eighty-six forty-nine. I think you can't really buy it right at this moment. I think you have to wait until it moves above the forty and the 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 fifty and the twenty-one day line. I think you've got to really wait until it moves above one eighty-nine. And we're not that far from that. So we're very close to that uh, that price. So I mean, I definitely think if it moves up, if, if it retakes its upward motion at about 189 that's where i think you could possibly get in but i wouldn't get in hard here because it just this chart it's it, we're we're we basically have a buy point at 18340 uh but we went up and we we've readjusted so i do think if there's a reversal here we could get back in uh with disney it's, it's a total class company it's got great earnings and uh it's you know a lot of funds are in it i mean the checklist could be better. It's only a 55% checklist. Um, but in general, it's pretty darn good. It's uh, it's also got uh, some of the best funds in it, Fidelity Contra Fund being one of them, and, and uh, Franklin Grove. So it's got very nice funds in it. Uh, 18, 90, uh, 38.99 funds are in it. So it's heavily sponsorship by funds. So this one will be a l- probably a lot less volatile than a lot of its peers, just because it has so many funds in it, and it's a Dow stock. Now, is it gonna is it gonna jump up? Um, well, it's done pretty well. So, but I do think you want to wait for a rehearsal on this one. I, I I would I would not buy it at this point. I would wait until it moves above about 189. And it might do that tomorrow because it's looking like it's it is possibly reversing off that uh, off that fifty nine line. So, yeah. So hopefully, um, thank you for watching. By the way, I hope you can tell all your friends about the show. I really appreciate it. Of course, thank you. Um, oops, wait a minute. We got it. There we go. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, Kate. Thank you for watching. By the way, and uh, t- please tell your friends because we do. You know, we love the referrals. And by the way, just to, just everyone, I do have uh, action trade alerts. I'm going to try to put out the top-rated stocks uh, tonight. That's uh, a top-rated under $10 stocks. Now, these are just this is this is just a guideline. These aren't recommendations. But I tell you what, this is how I found Blink Charging, uh, and it was under $10 when I first started acquiring it, and now it's over 40. So. There are good stuff in here, <laughs> and but in order to get on that list, you got to get uh, basically on to the action trade alerts, and it's very easy to do. All you have to do, of course, is go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and just need the first and last name. And if you're looking on TikTok, very easy to do. Just go to my profile, hit the link. It says Beacons, and uh, first and last name, and then you'll be on the action trade alerts. And I'm going to try to put out the uh the list tonight uh, hopefully i'll get it out tonight uh for the uh highly rated under ten dollar stocks and everybody really likes that one it's just not not a recommendation but these are all going to be highly rated so it's cut it's kind of a good place to fish for nice fish in there and by the way if uh you want to get access to the uh discord room and this is where i actually put some of the trades i'm making i, I did a very nice uh, trade i think on uh on uh, Delta Airlines today, it's, it's basically it's a it's a bear call spread because I do they're coming up on earnings in about three days and I think they're going to pull back. Um, but I've got a bear call spread that's available to our Discord people and that's real easy too. All you have to do to see what that is going on there is go to um, basically www.vinny.com 
slash Dallas Trading Floor. And now we just put that up. There we go. www.vinny.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to take a look at me. And please tell your friends. I always appreciate that. And, of course, we're going to be coming out, hopefully, with the under $10 list for the people that are on the uh, action, action trade alerts tonight. Of course, that's the free one, and that's at www.dallastradingfloor. So until 2.30 tomorrow, happy trading and uh, stay safe. <laughs>